section eight of china japan and the islands of the pacific this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox org recording by jim locke floyd virginia the world's story volume one china japan and the islands of the pacific edited by eva march tapan section eight a visit to a temple of confucius by rev a w loomis we now pushed on to kiofuhien the city of confucius which we reached about two thirty p m this city is peopled chiefly by the descendants of the great sage eight families out of ten bearing his surname it has two south gates the one on the west side being unused and opened only on the visit of an emperor this gate is in front of the temple of confucius and leads directly to it the temple occupied a large portion of the western part of the city the chief part of it standing on the place where confucius lived its arrangement resembles that usually adopted in buildings of a similar class in china but on a grander and more superb scale take it all in all i have seen nothing like it in other parts of china the enclosure is oblong the building is thirteen halls deep one square is shut off from another by grand gates there are also two bridges crossed by a grand avenue leading from the magnificent south gate through the inner gates and on to the main temple the squares are full of tall old cypress trees and the sides of the avenue are crowded with tablets in honour of the sage every dynasty is here represented and many of the tablets were thus extremely important early in the morning we set out to view this place a small fee soon opened the door and we found the keeper obliging the temple is divided in two parts by a thoroughfare for the convenience of the citizens to avoid a long circuit the chief objects of interest lying on the north side to this we went and from the first moment we stepped in to the last my whole mind was engaged by objects of interest here on the left hand was a cypress said to have been planted by confucius himself and its gnarled and aged trunk bore evidence of its great age here we were shown the place where he taught his disciples now a huge pavilion opened to the south in it was fixed in his praise a poem composed by kien lung engraved on a marble tablet now appeared the grand temple a high building for china and a most spacious one it was two-storied the upper veranda on gorgeous marble pillars these pillars were at least twenty-two feet high and about ten feet in diameter around them carved in the solid stone twined two large dragons the marble itself was richly veined the tiles of the roof were of yellow porcelain as in peking and the ornamentation of the eaves was all covered with wire-work to preserve it from the birds within this building was the image or statue of confucius like that of mencius only 
in far richer style he sat in a gorgeously curtained shrine holding a roll in his hand or rather a slip of bamboo as it was this material that was used for writing in his days the sitting statue was about eighteen feet by six feet the image was well done and lifelike he is represented as a strong well-built man with a full red face and large head a little heavy he sits in the attitude of contemplation his eyes looking upwards he has a much more serious thoughtful aspect than mencius but not that straightforward dogged air which the latter bore his front teeth were exposed his nose thick and round on the tablet was the simple inscription the most holy prescient sage confucius his spirit's resting place on the east were images of his favourite disciples ranged in order in the estimation in which he was said to have held them that of mencius occupied the west side of the building the roof was crowded with tablets in honour of the sage vying with one another in extravagant praise before his image and also in front of these were beautiful incense pots amongst them several most interesting relics here was a clay dish said to be of yao's time also two bronze censers one with a lid bearing the date of the shang dynasty the work on which was superb two bronze elephants dating from the chow dynasty stood by and a large table of the same age made of beautiful hard dark redwood these things spoke volumes for the state of the nation in those far back ages the moulding and carving were most exquisite behind this hall stands a temple in honour of the wife of confucius in it was a tablet but no image in the second temple yet farther back are four tablets erected by kang sai bearing each one of the characters which together mean the teacher of ten thousand ages here also were three engraved figures of the sage on marble one an old man full length rather dim having no date the second smaller with seal characters on the side the third and best giving only his head and shoulders these varied somewhat but were substantially alike all of them gave the mouth or lips open the front teeth exposed and the eyes full and contemplative immediately behind these were incised drawings on marble illustrating all the chief incidents in his life with appropriate explanations at the side there were altogether one hundred and twenty slabs which were built into the back wall the greater part of them were in good preservation and were extremely interesting the more so as they gave us an insight into the dress kind of furniture carriages and houses of those ancient times to the west of this are two temples that in front in honour of the father of the sage who is said to have governed yen chao fu and sao hien the other in honour of his mother they are plain temples and have no images only a tablet each on the east are also temples to his five ancestors here towards the east was a large block of marble on which was engraven a genealogical tree giving all the branches of his family here was also a well from which the sage drank 
i got the man to let down a bucket and tasted the water which was excellent though a little sweetish on this side also was another building which he is said to have used as his school the southern division is less interesting than the northern it contains nothing but what i have already named tablets innumerable cypress trees gates walls and bridges there are three gardens four gates and two bridges the duke kung the present head of the family lives in a mansion adjoining the temple on the west End of section eight this recording is in the public domain recording by jim locke of floyd virginia